You are now tuned in to The Gifted Gab. How has basketball or the sport of that helped you today and what you're doing now? Because obviously you're a man of many talents, acting, you know, you're a writer. Yeah. You're, you're an artist as well too. So yeah. how would you say that transition for you is? You know what, I think it gave me the competitive edge that um, I think that's the number one thing. Like it gave me that drive to always want to do better for myself and like see the improvements. So when that translates to um, even me started out with acting, like, okay, how, like, who's the best actor? You know, you might think of Denzel, right? You might, then you, you see, you learn about their story and what they did. And, and obviously you do things from within yourself, but like, you're like, okay, so you could get to this certain level right there's there's steps there's there's ways to actually achieve that you know what i mean denzel wasn't just denzel because he is who he is he had yeah. to do the groundwork right he had to like he did theater he um you know he 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 found his path through school and then just kind of you know understand and also going through um adversity as well which is what we go through sports so like those things kind of just tied in i already knew what adversity was I knew that things aren't going to go smooth. I knew I'm not going to be Denzel off the rip, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. I had to start somewhere. Um, so I think that competitive, competitive edge just uh, drove me to, like, being the best person, the best I can be in, yeah. in whatever you given know, thing it and is. You, and you knew what failure, you experienced failure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because as a monarch, you know, I know we had you guys some losses a couple of times. You did. It's all good though. So you guys, you guys have, you had a, you had a squad still. You had a squad. I bring that up, huh? Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. I'm joking. But yeah, um, no, I like what you said there, bro. I think it's real. Adversity teaches us a lot. Yeah. Um, especially within the acting world. I think for me stepping in it as well too. Mm -hmm. Um, it felt like a whole nother realm, like a whole nother, a whole nother arena just to discover, to explore, and. Uh, that's a big thing about what acting is that I've learned is exploration, right? Never setting, never setting in stone exactly what you're going to do. And I think that translates back and forth between basketball and, and acting is because in basketball, you never want to predetermine what you're going to do. You never want to mm -hmm. go to a defender and say, oh, I'm going to make the crossover here, step there, step back, shoot, because defender cuts you off. What are you going to do then? Yeah. With acting, I've learned the same thing where you never, exactly, you never want to predetermine your moves. So on your journey right now, as well as an actor, what have you learned thus far? And, and, and yeah, what, what, have, what, have you, yeah, what have you learned thus far with it? Mm -hmm. Well, just to begin with, like, I never, while I was playing basketball, like, acting wasn't a thing that I was even thinking about at the time, right? Um, so like stepping into this space it was it was brand new it like it was a humbling experience because like i not knowing that this is something that i want to carry out in my life is something that kind of came to me i to begin with like i really i knew i had the sort of personality for it and like it's something that was like in the back of my mind like yo i would probably work on screen like i could enjoy this sort of stuff right um but then actually diving into the real world getting um, an agency and like seeing the business side of the world I knew that it was gonna I knew that it was going to be a struggle especially being a black black actor right like in the, in the time that it was um because this was like 2017 where I kind of stepped into that space and I knew that I knew that there's already challenges I was going to face like, course, right course, yeah. 
um, I was prepared for hella no's. I was prepared to like um, have other people be like, no, nah, he's not the right fit or he's not going to work. You know what I mean? So it, it, um, I guess it showed me to like just really improve on myself and show show an industry show yeah. show an industry that's out there um that they don't know something mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like because in, in a place where they might feel like we we know how this thing works it's like now nah, you're missing something you know what i mean you're missing that there's there's a different character there's probably a, a a black boy that you haven't seen um step into a vulnerable sort of space like that right and yeah. i and like yeah that it kind of like push me to be vulnerable and like accept that and like just show another side because there's a lot of sides to to me you know and like and just people in in general and, and faces that aren't seen on screen so yeah i want to talk more about that vulnerability aspect because as men particularly black men we're always taught to you know never really show emotions mm. um you can't wear your heart on your sleeve if something's wrong you know keep it here that's what society teaches us um really and for for us really but you obviously have more experience how how was that challenge to be vulnerable with in a in a industry that requires vulnerability mm -hmm. how did you find that for yourself challenging for sure challenging um because you're stepping into new your new ground you're stepping into places where it's like you might feel like they're laughing at you like we know you're yeah. not the person for this right like what are you doing here t sort of thing right but then it's proving it's proving that you're actually worthy and proving that there's another space. But um, man, I think vulnerability it goes a long way and it like it teaches you, or, or the actual act of being vulnerable like grows you as a person. You know what I mean? To have conversations, um, open yourself up in like in ways that you don't. It actually grows your it grows your mind. Exactly it grows mean, yeah. it grows yeah, like yeah. who you who you are in any given space cuz um and you know what the funny thing is like playing a ball like we probably evoke the most emotion for like sure. as basketball players <laughs> right for sure yeah right so it's like it's like that that's yeah. a whole that's a whole scene right there 100% if you really break it down i think with that you can't excel in basketball if you don't show emotion bro yeah. a lot of times you know unless or you're conceal it even right you conceal, like yeah. learn how to play that sort of game right yeah for sure for sure i think some of my best moments as a as a former hooper was were when I was locked in, but emotionally I was here. Mm. Like I was I was showing it and I was but I was I was showing it in a controlled manner. I wasn't just mm. off the rails, mad sad here. Like I was showing it, but I was in a controlled manner. I was never concealing things. So yeah. I like that you said that because vulnerability. You also mentioned it, it requires connection. Yeah. You know, a lot of times with people. In society, people are afraid to connect, bro. Yeah. You know, having, like, making eye contact, having dialogue and, like, really understanding someone uh, is a challenge for a lot of people. One of my, my professors at, at Humber, my, my Humber acting program, told me, uh, basically, go to your Starbucks, look at the cashier, and, and look them in their eye, <clears throat> and ask them, like, hey, how's your day going? What's new? Can I get this coffee? da, da, da. Their first reaction will likely be to look down at the register or to look away from you. It'll never be in your eyes because there's a sense of awkwardness that often comes around. But I think there's value in that awkward space. But mm -hmm. I think that's what all connection really is, right? Mm -hmm. Did you find that kind of natural for you to connect with other people in yeah. this industry? You know, I think I, I think um, yeah, I, I, there was a foundation yeah. of um, 
knowing that there's a lack of that amongst people. So I think I, I always saw that as a strength, right? So it made sense to like step into this space where I'm like not necessarily afraid to look somebody in their eye and like um get, like show myself. I, I think I think my family definitely, you know what I mean? A family upbringing helps with that. Like yeah. having that sort of confidence because that's what it is as well, right? Confidence, bro. Right? Yeah. So completely. Um yeah, like being it it, it the cards were kind of laid out for me to level up on the strength, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you, did, you didn't feel like there were any hurdles when it came, not any hurdles, but like major hurdles when it comes to like making eye contact or connecting with others type of thing? Mm, I mean, nah, I guess everyone yeah. goes through that thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. It's not like I got it down pat, but um, like why not connect with a person, right? Like mm-hmm. why not give your, give your full attention to somebody? Mm-hmm. Right, cause you, if I don't know if you like, I you probably feel it. Like anybody probably feels it when you're not when you're not connected with somebody. There's probably more bro. awkward, that's you know. But sure. you're just avoiding it. For you're avoiding sure. the awkwardness. That's more awkward. Bro, that small talk is the worst, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm not a fan of that either. But like, it's just like, damn. I both know this is my last. We both know this is my last time seeing you. It's your last time seeing me. Let's let's cut it at that. But like that awkward connection is just. It's not it. Yeah. It's not it, you know? So you'll feel um, you'll feel better if you connect with a person. For sure, bro. It's for a real sure. thing. Those first two, three seconds are tough, but once you get past it, it's like, yo, this person is exactly like me. Yeah. We both tie our shoes the same way. You know, we both have or or experience anxiety or have our issues. Everyone suffers mm-hmm. issues, right? For sure. And um one thing that you you're big on that you told me was was storytelling. Mm-hmm. Storytelling for me here at the Gifted Gab. Um, it was, it was the, well, actually the main reason why we started this platform was to storytell, to create a space, a, a shared space where people can come on, share their experiences, hand out game, and, uh, and talk about things that other people could relate to. Because I find now we're in a time where everything is extremely divisive. Mm. Things are either left or right, you know, and um, there's, no, there's no type of connection, exactly what we're talking about. So... Um, I like how you pointed that out about storytelling, and I want to ask, what does that mean to you, mm-hmm. in terms of what you're doing right now? Man, okay, well, I'm learning a lot about. It. I'm still like in that learning, of course, in that learning stage. But what I'm realizing is that storytelling, first off, has always been a thing that's been here, right? It's like part of the progression for like every civilization that's been here. So I think there's a lot of importance in storytelling. Now, storytelling can be done in a whole lot of different ways. It could be, could be bad storytelling. It could be like <laughs> yeah, scary story, right? Yeah. There's all sorts of ways. Um, but I think it's key to understand story. Like, like you know what I mean? The, and, and I never went to school for this, but it's a lot of reading books and, and, um, and, and getting a grasp on, on what it actually is. But to understand the essence of what story is and how you can engage with somebody in an effective way good storytelling matters you know what i mean so it's like you could tell a story keep someone keep someone locked in like they can learn something from that and mm-hmm. take that with them mm-hmm. so just that importance of of what the power of storytelling is is something that i've been like just consuming and taking in and um it's something that, that acting has really taught me as well right like it started with that it started with like understanding the character breakdown of of a person right and then that's where the vulnerability is as well because like it could be a character that i don't like feel, like i'm not Resonate like this with? person yeah. right that i'm reading on this script but 
you find a place to step into their shoes and then love like as odd as it is like love that person like it's mm. you right and that that's really what the art of acting is too and then that's just a piece of the storytelling yeah so that's right i love that i think acting isn't acting acting is being mm -hmm. like you are you literally are that character yeah you know um i've learned a couple of techniques in, in terms of like getting into a character's role but what are some that you have because i you just mentioned mm -hmm. that there's times where you see a character you're like bro this I am nothing like this person. Mm -hmm. So when instances are like that, what's the first thought that comes to your mind? And how do you follow up on that? Um, first thought is, is I, it's understanding in the, in the story itself, what's happening, right? You know, the, the other characters that you're interacting with. So I feel like some of this stuff is kind of, um, it is a strength that you have to build, but it's like, it's kind of like we deal with people all the time, right? Exactly. Everybody, everybody comes from a different sort of place. So, so it's not like we're, it's, it's something new to us. So then when you look at this uh, character that's interacting with somebody else, you're like, okay, where are they coming from? And, and yeah, there's been, really it's like teachers that have broke down this for me on what, yeah. that, what that character breakdown is. Um, but when you like crack every single line and, and in a good stories, especially you yeah. crack every line there, there ultimately should be importance to what the line is given. For sure. Right? And then, um, yeah, like the there, there's an objective, the exactly, yeah, yeah. objective to everything that's happening. Yeah. And, and then you, you want to you step away from the acting in like in human connection, human interaction. Absolutely. There's an objective with everything. Yeah. So it's like, you know? It's the, life, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah for it's real. Life. It's life, but it's also psychology, too. Yeah. Like, acting, I think, is a study of psychology, knowing how people operate, knowing how people work. For sure. If you do something, how are they going to react, you know? So, I mean, this is amazing, but um, you have experience working with Netflix. Mm -hmm. How was that? That's, that's big, bro. Congrats yeah. on that. I didn't even tell you that, but congrats on that. How was, how was that Thank experience? You. You've, been on, you've been on several shows there. So. Yeah, yeah. A couple shows on Netflix. Um... It was good. The um, I guess the first one was uh, my time at Suits. So Getting crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, bruh, I was at school, right? I was at school at Carleton University. Um, just I'll do a quick little backtrack. Yeah, yeah. Summertime before I went to Carleton, because I took a year off just to like you know finalize what I'm gonna get into. Decided I was gonna go to Carleton, and the summertime is when I met an actress. I don't know if you're familiar with Asha Brownfield. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. shout so, out to her. Yeah. Shout out Asha. Um, yeah. She's a huge she's on, part. Um, CW series. Yeah, Riverdale. Riverdale, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know her at the time. I was actually, at, and the funny thing is, I had Karina Evans' house for the for like a <laughs> summer. Yeah, so yeah. she's doing her thing now too, right? But um, shout out Karina, and um, yeah, so I started talking with Asha, she told me, I've never really met actors or actresses, first of all, right? I didn't mm -hmm. even know how to step into the space. So I'm talking with her, she's telling me she's an actress. I'm like, yo, how, how can I be involved in this? Like, this is a real thing. So it's through connections with her is how I ended up getting an agent. It's when I made the decision when I was at Carleton in the first semester, well, um, just before like Christmas time, I said, I'm out of here. Like, I'm, I'm going to talk to them. I have set up some meetings talk with my agent and I, I made that decision and I was like committed to the grind because I knew it was going to be something I'd enjoy. Yeah. Um, and, and then I'll bring it back to the suits. When I was at school, I was watching suits religiously, <laughs> bro. Like, nah, like it was crazy. Like it was one of my it's favorite classic. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, man. So like when I, when I was back home, um, ended up doing an audition, 
um, went through that process. I felt great about that audition, got the booking. It was, bruh, I didn't cry, but like, bruh, yeah, whatever. some type of like you know what I'm saying? This like, was like, this yeah. was God's doings yeah. in some sort of way it felt like, right? But um, the experience was, was wild, man. And I had actually uh, Patrick J. Adams, who's Mike on the show, um, who's the director and his first, his first time directing on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was cool because it was like a first for him. And like it was a first for me, so it gave me a little bit of ease, and like also like okay, how are you gonna handle this, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a great, it was a great opportunity. Um, I, like I loved every moment. He was a good guy too, and it was just the beginning, bro. Like you know what I mean? I think I held it down best I could, and um, just like tried to, even just being on set, I knew I was like one of the few. I was the only black person really on set, so. Um, there's a certain responsibility with that I felt that I, I took on as just to present myself right and like mm -hmm. be in this space and like show up right yeah. because I know the barriers are breaking right now so um, that also was motivating to like you know what I mean hold it down for you're part of that shift people. exactly you're exactly. part of the shift of, of, of diversification I can I guess you could say of mm -hmm. breaking down barriers um, and I think that's important but to go to bring it back to suits that's a that's a great first start bro yeah you know what I mean? It's that's shocking. like that's like having thirty in your first game of the season. Like this is this is something you could work off and build off of. Um, mm -hmm. And so you start another show, Grand Army as well too. Grand Army, Grand Army was cool. Um, they like shut down a street for for me and my. Um, was this in the, this is the city? Where was this? It was in the city. It was in like Toronto. Toronto. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cause I know there's productions every like Hamilton, Brampton. Yeah, I think they know? shot that between Brooklyn and Toronto. That's crazy. Well, a lot of things are being shot in Toronto, which is like huge right yeah. now for for the position that um you know it's promising yeah we're in yeah. right um so that was cool like latoya was on that uh latoya um she instagram deal latoya cleopatra i'm just giving her a shout out whatever yeah, but <laughs> yeah she we so we were we were holding that down she's a she's a black woman as well so it was fun to actually that was like my first time working with another black person which was good so we we had like good conversation and had a good connection there um and that was fun too, you know what I mean? It was a, a smaller role, but uh, it was an enjoyable time. And yeah, man, every every time it's like you you take something with you that you can bring on set. What are some of your biggest, not your biggest, but the biggest challenges on set that you had to deal with or overcome? Hmm. Yo, Grand Army, they tried to uh, <laughs> they tried to dress me up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was wardrobe. There's already a problem with wardrobe in some sort of way, and um. So they had to fit, I already did a fitting before, right? That was the problem, but then my stuff wasn't there. So when I went to wardrobe, there's this person who was trying to dress me. Yeah. But I was feeling like, uh, like there was a lack of interest in me. And like, it was like, uh, like about them? It, no, I felt like stereotypical, like with how he's trying to dress me. You know what I, I mean? My I role wasn't wasn't to be like a, a hood man or anything like that. Yeah. But the way he was trying to like the interaction was not cool. Like I didn't feel comfortable about it. But I was proud of myself because like you have to speak up in these situations, and that's, that's something that I learned. And like I guess the time where I had to do it for the first time and be like, nah, like I'm not doing that. Like that's not how my that's not how what this character would wear. And they already fell short on like bringing me the stuff that we, we went to wardrobe with. Cause yeah. not to say the wardrobe team wasn't right. When I went to wardrobe the first time, they held it down. It was a great interaction. We knew what we were gonna go with, but you know, sometimes sometimes people 
you might feel that that awkward energy that like like i don't really know who you are like let me just put you in the stereotypical category. yeah yeah so there there, i definitely felt like uh there's a lack of respect there and that was was something i had to deal with yeah i I heard the realest thing one of my homies told me he said passive passive aggression gets you nowhere Mm. so if you're in that situation you just said ah okay i guess i'll wear this Mm. you'll be presented as such right um Mm. i think that's 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 interesting because a lot of times, I didn't know personally, like I, I heard the stories, but I didn't know that uh, as actors, you have complete autonomy of what you want to wear uh, more times than not. Because I feel like as an actor, obviously your job is to act, to, to acknowledge what the director wants from you, to acknowledge the DOP, what, what type of shots and frames they want from you, that type of thing. But mm-hmm. when it comes to, to dress rehearsals and the stylist and those things, you, have, you actually have a voice in those situations, right? Yeah, you definitely have a voice, right? Um, for sure, for sure. And all you want, all you want, because it's not, it's not anything complicated. But yeah. all you want is the, is res- the respect to be there, for yeah. your, even for your decisions or what you might feel comfortable in. You wanna, you wanna feel heard, and you wanna feel like you know, you, you you matter in this yeah. because you mean you're gonna book me for something like uh, yeah, not even yeah, come it's, on, it's not even it's not even the character, it's not even you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's facts. You want to feel. You want to feel seen. Yeah. That's that's all it. Re- that's a lot of what it comes down to, bro. Acting is, is letting the other, letting your partner know they're seen. That's crazy, bro. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it's different. It's different. Um, yes. you mentioned earlier the the new uh, it's a, the TIFF next wave. Mm-hmm. That's something that's coming up for you. Okay. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, true say, y'all, y'all probably the first year because the the news hasn't come out. Oh, it's, it's like it's like it's coming out <laughs> like later this month. Um, but I don't know too much about it to be honest. I just mm. know that we're our the short film that I was in um got selected for it, and Tiff Next Wave is something that yo I've had my eyes on that for like since I kind of stepped into this space. Um, so I'm like super happy to to have the the cast and. Um, writers and directors just be a part of and, and showcase this film because, mm. yeah, I just decided to. St- I've never worked on a student film before, but it's and the thing with being in the union too. Sometimes you don't get the chance to do these things, You're an right? Actor, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this was also this was ready for. Um, luckily, the the student film was like accepting union. Uh, union? I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So to work on a student film, which is something that I kind of wanted to do, yeah. like I want to do the independent films, right? Yeah. Got the chance to do it with this one. And they held it down, and it was absolutely like a a crew full of cultured people, and it was is my like best experience being on set to be honest, which That's is cool, like is you know yeah. right. So um, I'm just grateful for like the whole team because they held it down, and 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 it shows, bro. Like now mm. we're in Tiff next wave, so it's like it just is a testament yeah. to to what is possible, right? Yeah, I think collaboration matters, but collaborating with the right people matters as well too. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Like with student films, that's something that I've been recommended to do. Obviously, being a student myself yeah. uh, is to get in that, and um, I plan on that, of course. But there's a lot of difference between student films and professional budgeted uh, productions, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that actually have a, a budget they can work off of. So, what what are some differences that you recognize between the student project mm-hmm. here and working with Netflix series? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's, it's a lot, right? Yeah, um, I think I almost feel like there's more care in the student film, right? There's when you're working within a budget, you're 
you feel that pressure that there's a budget. Because like, every, you know every there's take matters. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, take, every shot matters. Yeah. yeah. So just feeling that difference, it feels a little bit more, there's more love. There's more love around the, the set, if, especially if it's something that you are, like that the team is inspired by, which obviously they're going to be if they're going to get together to make something. So that's why it was one of the best experiences for me because I felt that for the first time being on set, like the interactions that were there. And these were knowledgeable people in film, right? These were like, it's not like you're just, you're gonna be make so a student film, you know what's going on, right? So just to be around that sort of energy with like-minded people that are in the same position as me, um, it was like, it was, that's what I want. I want I want the industry and I know it's gonna be like that. Yeah. It, when, when um, you know, people like me and you step into these roles and that interaction that's there, like there, there, there's something there and yeah. it hasn't been explored so much, so. I just look forward to like seeing that kind of break open because it will be felt. Yeah. What are some What are some tips that you would give to yourself five years ago, or to more up and coming creatives and actors um, stepping into that field? What are some tips you have for them? Yeah. Um, oh. Being where you are right now. Mm -hmm. I would say, work, just work on the craft. Study Study the game. You know what I mean? Don't. This thing isn't given to you. Like you do have to work for it. You have to put yourself in positions like. Take take the classes, you know what I mean? Some classes you might not even like, you know what I mean? But find find that right place. Talk with the people that that um you do know and figure out what's the right space to be in. And when you find that place, like dive into it. And then of course you can do things on your own, like even down to watching watching film okay. is like that's that's homework yeah, time. That's right? home yeah, because that's that's <laughs> I wanted to ask you about that too, bro, because like we're watching film Obviously, before you were an actor, you watched film just because it was entertaining. Yeah. You know, you grab your popcorn, you, bag, you, bag, you, you grab your snacks, and you, you enjoy it. For but sure. Being in this space, you're seeing everything behind the scenes. You're seeing mm -hmm. the details. You're seeing the different positions that people are playing and the storylines, the beats, the objectives of these actors. How, how do you watch these films now, mm -hmm. knowing what it takes to even create them? Yeah. Um... I feel like just saying to save the cat, you know what I mean? Any creators that are out there, read that book, right? Save the cat. Save okay. the cat. So, um, and then what I really mean by that though is like, like understand there's 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 a struct there's structure to film. Like not to say that there's rules. Like once you understand the rules, that's when you can break them, right? Yeah. So, um, just to understand the architecture of a story. Like that's where that's where everything comes into play. So like when, being an actor, understanding the objective of your actor, that comes to play when when it comes to directing or writing a film. Like these are things that that you need to know, right? So study study the game is the is the biggest thing I could say for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's be, be your best be your best in the, in this and. Things will play out for you. Things will play out. Yeah, you, yeah. You might get a couple no's, but you know. You, you will get a you couple will no's. That's what you will. Yeah. No, it's it's very rare. I was listening to an interview with Matthew McConaughey. He's on the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm -hmm. he's, like he's like a, an anomaly when it comes to these things. He said like his first five editions, he booked like bam, bam, bam. Damn, no really? Knows. So there's there's some rare instances, yeah. but I completely agree with you, bro. Like you, you will get some no's. You mm -hmm. will take some failures, and that's what a lot of times basketball help prepare you. Um, I know it's gonna help prepare me as well too, so mm -hmm. um, that's interesting. I'm glad, yeah, it was interesting. What brought you into like getting into, into acting? the acting space? Bro, it's, it's, a funny, it's a funny story, but 
starting this platform here, like I was saying, it's all about storytelling and creativity. I've always felt like I had a voice and I've always felt like I wanted to represent things that are more than just myself. Um, and I felt like the best avenue for that was acting. Growing up, I was always a very like, animated kid. I'd always like try to play, play, um, play like different different roles and shit like that. Like I remember watching like obviously you no know, Dragon Ball Z and shit. Okay. This is I never told anyone this. This is be crazy. I'm saying this on my own platform, bro. But I used to like I used to take a like a Taekwondo uniform. Yeah. Wear that shit and watch Dragon Ball Z because I feel like I'm in the in the in the film, you That's know, real. in the movie. So in the show, but. Just things like that, I just felt like I was very animated, and I felt as I grew up, I kind of sheltered that. Mm. You know, like I was saying before, as men, we're taught to not really show emotion, to not really be creative, to not be animated in certain instances. So as I got older, I felt like I was kind of just sheltering that part of me, just because I thought it, it didn't look cool. Yeah. Um, I was very subconscious of myself. And I know with acting, being self-conscious is one of the worst things you could be. Mm -hmm. Worrying about how someone else thinks of you is... You're, you're toast. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're literally toast. Um, so that's, th that's something that I just said. I said, fuck it, bro. Like, let me just, let me do some shit that is uncertain. I don't know if it'll work out or not. You know, I'm still in school for now and I, I'm enjoying it. But again, I don't know if it's going to work out, but I'm enjoying and loving the process. And uh, I find most things that I love and enjoy, I, I, I do a good job at. But um, that's, that's really where it all started, you know, just kind of... Uh, kind of acknowledging uh, where my head was at, where my emotions were at, where, and, and how I felt about myself, and just saying, fuck it, let me just take this risk. Um, that's something that I've learned in acting too as well, is just, you have to get to a point where you literally just say, fuck it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna perform and I'm gonna do this to the best of my ability and not care about what that cameraman or that second AD or that person behind helping second it. Like you don't, you just can't care and just do what you want to do. Um, mm -hmm. And just not being so, so self-conscious because, yeah. you know, I think for me especially, I've, I've struggled with that growing up, being super self-conscious and mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's something I'm just trying to, trying to build off of. You for know? sure, so. man. And yo, me and you both, like, like I'll tell you like, the reason why I never stepped into the acting space, like being a baller, I was a baller. Bro, me, fam, me, you see me now. on the theater. Come like, on now, man. Like, <laughs> bro, people, people would look at you like, what the fuck are you yeah, doing, yeah. bro? Like, right? Pick up a rock, bro. But that's a weak, that's, a, that's, that's really a weakness and mindset of myself to think that I have to be held by a certain standard, you know what I mean? And not step into these spaces. So I definitely held back because of um, how, like, peers might, might see me. But you get to that place where I don't give a fuck, I'm going to do what I do. It's the best place you could be, man. Mm -hmm. Right? And sometimes it just it just takes a little time. Yeah. Some more than others, but yeah, it just takes a little time. So yeah. Um, speaking on the creativity aspect of things, people know you a lot for being an artist as well. You know, mm -hmm. you're a rapper. You're an, an artist in that sense. And and how is that? How has that process been, bro? Because I've been I've been tapping in with you for a couple of years now, and, and uh, I know you just released a project. Yeah. I fuck with the bonus track, and I think yeah, yeah one track. Um, it was, it was enough. Enough on my mind. One. It was a fourth one. Third, third one. one. Yeah, it was a third mind. one. Enough, yeah. yeah enough yeah. on my mind, bro. That shit. Those are my favorite two. Bumping those. I'm <laughs> bumping that. So, uh, yeah, like, like, speak about that process, bro. How's that been yeah. so far? Man, I feel like the music has been the self-reflective yeah. part. You know what I mean? 
acting is kind of your giving is like an act of service like you're giving yourself up in like a different situation the music is like kind of getting to yourself getting to your points of views and um and yeah kind of just tapping into not to say i just write from my perspective i like to write from like a like i feel like there's just a thing about me where it's like i just relating with people right for sure so for that's me. that's what it is and 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 that gives me a space to actually do that and i love music bro like my dad used to be a drummer my mom my mom can sing so um just yeah it's um it's been good man and it, it's really the it's the it's the love of music that that drives me to continue doing it right like i do want to be on stage at, at, a, at a point in my career and be able to like do put these lyrics to the to the test in front of people right um but it's the love that drives it man and like you know what i mean it can go nowhere with it and it's like it's i'm happy love. that yeah. i did it right yeah i yeah. think that's with anything bro if you love it you, you, results will show yeah you know and that's bro i've honestly this last project you come up with probably your best one so far appreciate that um, there's a sound to it um that just it's a little it's a little bit different i felt like my type of sound the things that i like listening to are um they're very sonic. They're very R&B-ish. They have a, a, I don't know the right word for it, bro. Um, shit, a lot of like Drake songs when he goes on to like the interlude or like when it transitions to the end and he has like these, I don't know the right word. I don't know how to say it, mm -hmm. but I felt like a lot of your, those two songs that I just mentioned had that kind of essence to it where yeah. you were storytelling, but it was coming from a place that was here. Mm-hmm. But it just sounded good to me because mm. it's my type of sound. But. Shout out Adrian on the beat because he brought, like, you know, it's that production that kind of brings that out, mm. which allows me to, like, and that's what I like to experience. Like, I don't, I want to make, like, I'm a rapper, yes. I'm yeah. a songwriter, though. Like, that's really how I feel about it. And yeah. it's like certain sounds will bring out certain emotions and certain yeah. certain words come from that. So um, it's a feeling, bro. It's a feeling thing for sure. Okay. How do you feel when people just call you a rapper? And be honest. I'm fine with it because I can rap. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of times people have this, this negative connotation with just being called a rapper or just being called this because it puts you in a box. But, yeah. you know, just throughout this whole conversation, you're obviously more than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, with you, what's next? What's next, man? I, I, um, getting into the screenwriting, heavy. Um, that's what I've been spending a lot of time over like just covid break and and not covid break <laughs> covid break bro. holy shit what's, what's today's date the 20th yeah. bro bro we've been on like 10 breaks so far bro yeah yeah but that's uh, yeah so like study studying scripts that understanding story to a deeper sense yeah um i do want to like step further into the industry actually play the parts of um bringing the authenticity of the people that we know and people that we're around and, and show that on screen so I think, I think from the place that I've been and the things that I've seen, like I'm, I prepared myself to like make reasonable like moves to like step into that and bring some solid stories. So yeah. I want to continue. I want to continue screenwriting. Um, I do like freelance directing as well. I've directed a lot of my music videos. Yeah, bro, we might have to talk, bro. Yeah, we got yeah. some projects coming up, bro. Yeah, but okay, yeah. for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, man. Like it's it's all of that. It's the writing, directing, and music, man. Like mm -hmm. you know what I mean. I feel like the last project that you're speaking on, um, it was absolutely a, a matured, more like leveled up version of myself and. 
I, that doesn't, it's not like it's digressed, right? So it's like, I'm excited for whatever I am ready to like make yeah. in the future as well. And, and I'm creating too, so. At what point did you know you're a creator? When I said, I don't give a fuck, let me leave school. I like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I was just saying this earlier off the pod, you, my guy AB and my, my brother all had a similar story where you guys went to school and maybe for the right reason, maybe for the wrong reason, but you might've felt like you had to go to school and realize this isn't for me. And you guys carved out your own path outside of that and are making a, a name for yourself. So how was that for you? Um, what, the leaving school part? To just leave school, because that's obviously school, school is known as something that's it's standard, it's set, rigid. Mm -hmm. um, people think it's guaranteed and really it isn't, mm -hmm. but it's something to kind of make your parents happy. Yeah. So to go against that into a field that's so uncertain, how was that? Mm -hmm. it's, it's different. There was, man. It was a huge decision, probably one of the bigger decisions of my life. Um, but I'm happy that I had the support of my parents. Um, I think deep down they knew that it, it could be something that could be for me too, which gave them ease, but they would have been disappointed if I didn't like put 10 toes. But I'm that sort of person that's like, if I'm going to put my put something into it, I'm going to put everything into it, right? So, um, bro, it's scary too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, facts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know I'm going to look like the crazy person. Like, I know that's, I know what it's going to be, but... I, like when you get to that point of like not caring, like that—that's really what matters most, it's bro. Dangerous. Yeah, it's yeah. dangerous, bro. It's dangerous. I think if what you're pursuing doesn't scare you, something's wrong. Uh huh. You know what I mean? I think what you're chasing isn't big enough. And I know that's a little cliche quote, but you have to have some sense of uncertainty or some sense of fear when you're chasing something because mm -hmm. then it requires you to believe. Then it requires you to have confidence in what you're doing, and that's that's really the difference between those that are great and those that don't make it. I feel like at least, but um, mm -hmm. but yeah, man. Honestly, I'm I'm glad we can have this conversation, bro. This is long overdue. Hundred, man. You know what I mean? It's probably been it's been years, bro. It was the last yes. time I saw you, bro. It's bro, probably, we're we're definitely like it was a true it was a true like teenager. Was a true, bro. <laughs> yo, that's crazy, man. <laughs> I still remember that that uh, that George Brown tournament, bro. We were playing Brampton. George Brown. Brampton Warriors. Me, okay. You. I don't, I don't want to name drop now, but um, we had Chase there too. Yeah, yeah. A couple other guys, but that's probably the last. Oh, yes. you remember that. Yeah, yeah, I do remember summertime. that. Yeah, yeah. Summertime, but um, yeah. Yeah, bro. Again, it's just glad. I'm glad we could reconnect like this. Mm -hmm. You know, share some stories because this this is really what this is all about, bro. Yeah. Just having a platform to to share experiences and just to kind of level with each other, man. Because mm -hmm. like I was saying before, I think this we're just too divisive right now as a society. So mm -hmm. it's good to have other creators like yourself. Um. And again, before we wrap this up, any last words or? Bro, I wanna, I wanna like say congratulations to you for the things that you're doing with this, this program, Gifted Gab. Like, I pay attention to this. I see like what you, what you got going on, and it's, it's huge to see the commitment that you put to it, um, and, and just the talk. It's good, it's good talk. So, uh, commend you and like, bro, we're, let's stay connected. Oh, you know what I mean? Self. Like, it, yeah. you know what it is. So, like again. Thanks for having me. Um, appreciate you, brother. Likewise. Hopefully, we'll be on set somewhere working together, man. Real you know, time. Go, bro. So Real time. Appreciate you, dog. Yes, sir. Okay. On that note, we out.